Hey everybody, Houston feels like the surface of the sun right now, so that means summer heat waves have officially hit our town. I anticipate we won't get any relief until Hallmark Christmas movies hit around October. Therefore, we must take action and find sanctuary in cool places during these next few months. I'm talking about the movie theater, people. My friend Todd and I discuss our top summer picks in this episode. We've got a superhero saga an animated flick, a live-action phenomenon based off a beloved cartoon, an extravagant biopic, and Quentin Tarantino's ninth studio film that I personally will not be seeing, even though it has Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio in starring roles. I love you both, boys, but this summer, I choose Toys and the Spider-Man. I hope you understand. Hey, everyone. I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 113 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am here with... My good friend Todd, who always comes on, I don't know, this is like his 20th time, it feels like, to talk about movies, upcoming movies, and what we're interested in seeing. Welcome back, Todd. Glad to have you here. Well, hello. One of my favorite topics. Oh, I know. It's so great. And it, it's and so great. <laughs> I know. We are so awesome, first of all. Second of all, we know what we're talking about. Well, we- sometimes we know what we're talking about. <laughs> Not all the time. Yeah. Most well, of the time, we know what we're talking about. And here's why, here's why I say that. In episode 98, we talked about our spring movie previews. This one is going to be our summer movie previews. But in the spring, we gave you our, our top picks. And so I want to go through and you tell people, yeah, it was worth it. No, it's not. Because it might be coming to Redbox or some sort of video streaming thing. So we need to tell people right. if they need to watch it or not. Or not to waste their time. Or if we never saw it. And we just were, you know, shot in the dark. Um, your first one was, I know, I know you've, you've got one. I've got one. Um, Hotel Mumbai. Loved it. Fantastic. But don't go if you aren't up for a very intense two hours. It was crazy intense. So you're, you're like the whole entire time. The whole time. Mm -hmm. I have rarely watched a movie that I was that tense watching. It was Really good, really well made, but it was exhausting. Okay. Um, so, best yeah. of Enemies. Did you see that one? <laughs> I did not see it. No. Okay. Hustle. I missed the window and then it was gone. Oh, okay. Hustle. No, I didn't see Hustle. It had 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I the preview. I'm just going to go watch the original with, or the original to me. <laughs> With uh, Steve Martin and Michael Caine, that's I don't exactly want right. To that's exactly right. You you said you you texted me one time and said, "Do you want to go see Hustle or Long Shot?" Which was on my list, and I kind of went, mm-hmm. "Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna no." <laughs> Long Shot. Here's the deal with Long Shot. It it looked good, and I. Again, I am not a prude, but it it was rated R, and it R to me in that sense is raunchy, and I yeah. I just don't love raunchy. It's, I'm not a prude. I don't 
I just don't love yeah. it. I, I, I'm annoyed by it. And so I have a, I have a comment about a movie like that um, for this one. Okay. That we'll talk about. okay. Uh, my other one was Shazam. We saw that together. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did, too. I thought it was so, great. I really liked it. Yeah. I have a new heart feeling for Zachary Levi that I haven't had for somebody in a long time. And here's yeah, the deal, Todd. Here's the deal. <laughs> he lives in Texas. I have a no. shot. You if, do. If of I drive around Austin enough <laughs> and go into random ranches outside of Austin and just pretend that I'm lost, I have a shot. <laughs> so, question for you, because the only other person that I've heard you speak like that about, uh-huh. I think, is a one Ryan Gosling. Right, right. Here's the deal. How does Zachary Levi? Here's the deal. I feel it, it, it got to a point where I reached a certain age and I thought it's weird if I am so just excited for Ryan Gosling and he is married in real life with kids that started to kind of like "Mm, me out. I, I, my Ryan Gosling I'm picturing right now is my crazy, stupid love, Ryan Gosling, my notebook, Ryan Gosling. And so I've Mm -hmm. kind of pulled back from him a little bit. Noah Calhoun, on the other hand, will always be way up there. But I've, 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 for (laughs) for a while, Chris Pine was making this comeback after after Wonder Woman. I just thought, yes. And I've liked him ever since he was Captain Kirk and ever since he was in um, Princess Diaries 2 with a terrible accent. I still loved him. You liked him with his beard, and you liked him in Wrinkle in Time with a beard. I did. I did. He looked so such like an old man. He looked so much like Mr. Rogers. And I thought, is that my sweet spot? Because he had sort of gray hair and a sweater. And I thought, man, I'll take him that way or Wonder Woman way. It's great. But Zachary Levi is the exact same way. He, he started popping up in my life again. And I watched Chuck back in the day. And I loved Chuck with my whole heart. Loved it. And he just got cuter and cuter and cuter as the seasons went on. (laughs) And he was enough to get you to watch Marvelous Miss Maisel. He was. Season two. Oh, my gosh. He was the only reason why I kept on. I was going to say, for you, the writing didn't do it. (laughs) I don't know what it was. I am in the minority. I understand that. But, man. Oh, man. Um, Opinion, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The other one that was on my list was Aladdin, and we saw that together too. And mm-hmm. I just loved every second of it. Every second, it was so good. I have so, listened to the soundtrack since then. Have you? Uh, I listened to it in my car when I got in my car. Right afterwards, you just wanted to relive it all. It's so great. I thought Will Smith did a phenomenal yeah. job. I thought the he dude did. who played Aladdin—I should know his name, but I don't—was great. It was good. You should definitely go see that. And it's still out in theaters, so you should go see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and Jasmine, pretty uh, pretty awesome as well. Jasmine so they're was all, very all awesome. Good. It was good. I, I loved every second of it, which brings me to one of your honorable mentions was Dumbo. Did you see oh, that? I did see it. I did. I opted to see that instead of Best of Enemies. Okay. Um, it was it was good. Compared it was to Aladdin. not great. Yeah, compared to Aladdin, no contest? No contest. Okay. Not I mean, A, just the story, right? Like, Aladdin is is fun and uplifting, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's happy, even though there's some drama and some tension. Dumbo is just, ugh. <laughs> it's just so, 
sad. And you kept saying that. And I, I was like, oh, the combo. And uh, <laughs> I didn't care for it. As much. I mean, it was fine. It was yeah. fine. I'm glad I saw it, but it wasn't. Uh, Colin, it's Colin Farrell, right? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. I typically like him a lot. Yeah. But it turns out I like him in gritty dramas where mm. he's like really, really awful. Okay. In this, he was a good guy and he was terrible. I have not heard good things about Dumbo either, which which led me, and we're going to talk about this in a minute. So Dumbo, even looking at it, for one, I was thinking, why would you remake Dumbo in live action? That confused me to begin with. Number sure. two, it did not give me high hopes for Aladdin. So the fact that my bar was a little low for Aladdin and it was blown out of the water, now my yeah. bar is super duper high for The Lion King. Yeah. Which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay, your other one was Lost and Found. Didn't see it. Do you remember? Don't, what even, it is? Re- don't even remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it was a great pick sure. at one time, but I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> um, the public didn't see that one either. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And Tolkien. These were my honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, and I didn't, I didn't see Tolkien. Either. I don't think anyone saw Tolkien, so that's okay. I don't think so. so let's no. talk about Lion King. That's one that was on both of our list, and it is mm-hmm. coming out July 19th. There's a big, there's a big hoopla around it. Again, I think it's going, it's hard for me to compare though. Aladdin is people and Lion King, that's animal. And so it's more of a jungle book feel than the Aladdin feel or Beauty and the Beast. So I think I have to go into it with a different mindset. Um, I watched a couple of the trailers and baby Simba just makes my lip tremble and I uh-huh. am so, <laughs> I'm going to be so sad when Mufasa dies and it's going to be traumatic for me, I know. But yeah. I think I'm going to like it just because I loved the music and the animation uh-huh. so much. I don't uh-huh. know if that'll put, I, I will put it um, above Aladdin though. So my concern is that Jeremy Irons is not playing Scar mm-hmm. and the song, my favorite song in the whole movie is Be Prepared. Mm. And I just can't imagine that it's going to be as good. And I also don't like the way Scar looks. I don't like the way they kind of made him. But yeah. all yeah. that aside, uh, you know Beyonce's going to be awesome. Oh, Donald yeah, she will. Good. Can you feel the love tonight? Uh, the worst song in I mean, the history of ever. She's going to nail it. <laughs> She's gonna nail it, and you know they're gonna have you know they're gonna have a special song just for her, right? It's got- oh, yeah! During the during the credits at the end, she's totally gonna do something. It's gonna be great. It's yeah. gonna be so good. That will be a good soundtrack too, hopefully. And for sure. to me, the the thing that is that is helping me through this is I love the stage show so much, and I thought, well, if they can do yeah. that with puppets, imagine what they can do with. The freedom of animation. So really yeah. exciting. Did you see Jungle Book? I did not see Jungle Book. Did you? I did. And it was really good. So I, I do have high hopes. Like okay. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. And, you know, people are saying, well, it's no different than the animated. Well, it is, <laughs> even though it's not people. But yeah. I think it's going to be great. I, I think, think it is great. too. And I think that I'm going to consider the Jungle Book um, a run through for Lion King. It's a pre-show mm-hmm. for the big show. Yeah. For sure. Okay, what was your first movie that you're excited about for the summer 2019? 
so my first one is Rocket Man, and it just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just a, I'm a sucker for a musician biopic. biopic. That's uh, right. <laughs> Um, I really like Elton John. I like his music. Uh, I think, you know, he's great jukebox songs. Um, mm-hmm. And I like Taron Edgerton. Oh, I think me he's going to be. Oh, my gosh, I me think, too. He sings. Yeah, he does. He's song. Uh, there's no other big names that I see in the movie mm-hmm. except Taron Edgerton, but um, I think it's going to be great. I think it is too. Taron Egerton, uh, he came on the scene. I think when I first, this is a halfway embarrassing, but it's me. When I first heard of him was in that animated movie Sing, and he was the gorilla. And when he was singing oh, in the yeah. alleyway, I perked up and thought, who is this? And I researched <laughs> it and found out he was an actor before he was a singer. Because I could have so sworn you, he was going to be somebody who, you know, had an album. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you see that before you saw um, The Kingsman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because see, okay, that's where I first saw him i don't know if i saw sing before that or not maybe i did mm-hmm. i didn't know that was him singing i didn't know he was the gorilla either mm-hmm. way i really liked him in the kingsman mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be good i read somewhere that elton john is really pleased with his performance and that he oh, was good. he was he liked the fact that taryn sort of made Elton John his own a little bit, but he was extremely okay. impressed that he sang the music. That's awesome. I think so too. What's your favorite Elton John song? Ooh, my favorite Elton John song, crap. Um, mm, the hard one, hard one. The first thing that came to mind is um, Tiny Dancer, but I don't think that's right. But I'm going to go with it because that's the first thing that popped into my head. What about that's, you? That's up, that, that's mine. Oh, that's it mine. Is? I like it. So, yeah, I love Tiny Dancer. Oh, good. Uh, and, and I like This Is Your Song. Oh, yes. That's a very good one. Oh, my gosh. That's a good one. Benny and the Jets is always fun, but I don't know the oh, lyrics. Not. And so it's awkward I don't when either, I sing I don't it. Either. <laughs> and I, I know the lyrics to the chorus of Rocket Man, but I don't know the lyrics to the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But like Tiny Dancer... I know the lyrics. It's just so good. It's awesome. It's so good. Okay, great question. Um, my first one is called Late Night, and it is coming out June seventh. It is with Emma Thompson and Mindy Kaling. I will mm-hmm. pretty much follow Mindy Kaling wherever she goes because I like and enjoy her writing. With that uh-huh. said, I mean I loved her in The Office. I loved her in The Mindy Project. I loved her in Ocean's Eight. She is the same person and all of that. And I feel like that's fine. I loved her two books. Here's where I pause a little bit. Well, let me tell you the premise. Emma Thompson is a late night host like Jimmy Fallon or Seth Meyers or Jimmy Kimmel. And she has been on the air forever and was the first woman late night host. And I think the premise of the movie is her boss comes in and said, this is your last season. And you're just in a rut and nobody cares about you anymore. So we're going to give it to somebody younger and hipper. Well, she gets nervous. And so she goes to her writing room, which is a bunch of white guys from Ivy League colleges. And she says, you know, we need a woman. We need some diversity in here. And so Mindy Kaling is hired, I think, by accident. Or they're just, it's one kind of Hail Mary shot. And she's Mm -hmm. invited in and I think makes Emma Thompson cooler or better or younger or funnier. And I'm, I like it. 
I, I think there might be a little romance in there too, but I like the two of them together in the trailers. There seems to be a, a lot of chemistry and Mindy Kaling is very Mindy Kaling in it. Here's mm-hmm. where I pause. It's rated R. So I'm sure mm-hmm. it's going to, they're going to swing raunchy and I don't, I'm that sort of halfway makes me sad. Yeah. You know what I heard? Um, where did I hear this? It was on another podcast that was not talking about movies, but it was talking about movies in this instance that movie studios want their movies to be R rated mm. because it, it pulls in a bigger audience because if you make it PG or G, well, if it's G, it's just going to be for kids right. is what they think. So, so they'll like throw in just enough cuss words just to get an R rating. Okay. So it Hopefully may not be as raunchy is. as you think. I'm that's hoping, what, I'm hoping that's, that's, what, that's it what it is. Me too. Me too. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that's what it is. I, I know that there was some, another thing that makes me nervous too. Do you remember the movie Home Again with Reese Witherspoon that came out a few years ago? And I was really pumped because it was a romantic movie, a romance. Was that the one where she, there were three guys? Yes. I yes. never saw it, but I remember the previews. Yeah. Yes. It was Reese Witherspoon. I was very excited, but it was also, I follow Reese Witherspoon on Instagram and it was, we're, we're, we're putting up the money ourselves and we're doing this on a budget and we're really working mm. hard to make this movie because these aren't made anymore. I don't think it was rated R, but that feels like, cause I follow Mindy Kaling on social media too. That feels like what she's doing as well. And it, yeah. it's somehow distributed through Amazon, and they keep saying it'll be mm-hmm. in theaters. It's in theaters first. So I'm wondering if this is a new format oh. where it's in theaters for a few weeks and then just comes out later on mm. Amazon Prime faster than normal. Because why wouldn't people just wait to see it and not have to pay money? But right. I don't know. Right. What? Well, I, I watched the trailer, and I, I thought it looked really good. I thought it looked like it would be uh, heartwarming and funny. I, I don't know. I didn't get a dirty feel from it, but no, uh, I didn't get a dirty feel rating. From, yeah, I didn't get a dirty feel from that other one with Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but Seth Rogen though, I know. You know I should have known. I should have known. <laughs> if you, if he's known. around, <sighs> it's going to be raunchy That's for true. sure. <laughs> Read the room, Lindsay. Oh, okay, what's your second one? Second one for me is plus one, which I was a little surprised that you didn't have this. Did you even see the trailer for this one? I did, and it was in that raunchy okay. thing. Raunchy. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So it's, the premise of the movie is it's two friends, and they go to weddings, and they're usually each other's plus one. And, of course, the way I think it's going to go is they're going to end up like, the person that's been with you the whole time is mm-hmm. your soulmate. You're, you're a real plus one uh, in life. <laughs> that's right, Exactly. <laughs> But it like, so it looks good to me, but it did look this is the way I have it written. It looks like a typical rom com, but a bit grittier slash dirtier. Yeah. Because the, the the language is much more it's not your eighties, nineties rom com. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a twenty nineteen rom com. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it has eighty six percent it has eighty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. So That's high. I don't know. It <laughs> is high. I, it is. He, Here's what I looked at, though. When I, whenever I watch the trailer, it's the girl who seems very crude all the time. And yeah. um, so that's when I was thinking, mm, it's probably raunchy. But let me tell you what sucked me in was Baby Quaid. The boy, Dennis Quaid's son and Meg Ryan's son, Baby Quaid, I mm-hmm. like him mm-hmm. a lot. I liked him from Hunger <laughs> Games. 
Yeah, I so, didn't realize that that's who it was. It's, oh. it's they played, so I should have known. But yeah. yeah, I mean, you go back and look at that trailer, Todd, and you're going to go, that is Dennis Quaid staring at me. This is weird. I forgot what his he name was in, is. Josh, Jason? Jack, Jack, Jack. Quaid. Jack there Quaid. it is. He's in Hunger Games? Who is he in Hunger Games? Yeah, he was one of the tributes from District 1 or 2, like one of the rich boys. Okay. And he's at the very end, and he's holding her in the headlock, and she's telling, <laughs> or he's holding PETA in the headlock, and he's telling her, shoot, 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 and then he falls off, and those weird dogs eat him. That's him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be one of those indie indie types that's not going to be wide release? I do. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. We'll have to look out for it, but we're in Houston. We can I've make gotta, it happen. I've got to hold up. I've got to hold up this uh, reputation you have for me. I've got to choose at least Because <laughs> <laughs> all my other ones are like pretty mainstream. So. <laughs> hey, it makes us look smarter when all of our movies are just making all this money. I mean, we told everybody to go see Avengers Endgame and it broke all the records in the world. So you're welcome, movie industry. Oh. <sighs> That's right. That's right. My second one is Toy Story 4. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm trying to, I think I'm just, it's Disney and it's Toy Story. So I felt like it ought to be on here. Um, It's June 21st and it's rated G. But the last Toy Story, Toy Story 3 came out in 2010. So this is nine years later. I know. And I think there's been some shakeup of writers or directors or something and... Yeah, I don't know how it's going to be, but the new toy is a, a fork the little girl makes. She puts googly eyes on it and has pipe cleaner arms, and the fork does. The fork is like, I am not a toy. I'm for soup, and then I'm for throwing away. And so it tries to leave, and Woody doesn't want it to leave because the little girl loves the fork so much. So Isn't is the little girl? So here's the deal. Just confession here. I never saw Toy Story three. I don't know how it happened, but it did. I haven't oh. seen it. But is the little girl the original boy's daughter? Is that what we're thinking? No. It, so in Toy Story 3, he is going off to college or he's old enough and he's got Woody and Buzz and all of the toys and he, he knows of this little girl. I forget if she's related to him or a kid down the oh, street or something. He gives the toys. He gives all of his toys to her. But oh. man, Toy Story 3, I just... Spoiler alert, it it just took a knife and gouged it into your heart. And you can ask anyone who saw Toy Story 3 because the toys Everyone were, says that. And well, I think that's why subconsciously I didn't ever see it. Because I'm sure, Todd, because you would have been just scarred for life like I am. I saw it once <laughs> and never again because the toys are in an incinerator and they're holding hands before they get burned up. And I thought, what kind of fresh hell is this, Disney? It is terrible. What are you doing to my heart? Because I played with toys way too long, and my Barbies are still in the top of my closet because they will suffocate in the attic. And I tell my mother that every time I go home. Do not put them in the attic. They can't breathe up there. So, yeah, it was devastating. But supposedly Tom Hanks and Tim Allen approved the script and i saw an interview where tom hanks said tim allen called him and he said have you read the script yet and tom said no not yet and he goes yeah just wait till you get to the end and hung up 
and Tom said that he could barely get through it at the Whoa. end. I know. And then everybody's going, well, what could it be? I mean, Toy Story 3 just ripped us to shreds. Good night. But I'm excited about well, and it. They, and you think if they make a four, then they've got to have a five and a six in the, in the pipe, right? I, would, I, I don't know. Nobody thought like, there would be a four. Surely. But here's the well, deal right. with this yeah. one is... Another thing that's different is Bo Peep is in this one. So she was MIA in two and three. And Mm -hmm. apparently she, they do a flashback to kind of tell her story, but she was lost or given away or something. And now she shepherds lost toys and gets them (laughs) back to their owner or in some sort of toy orphanage that she runs. I'm not sure, but it sounds fabulous. So I'm very excited. She also wears pants like the new Elsa in the Frozen 2 trailer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Girl power. Mm -hmm. We'll be talking about, we'll be talking about that in the fall. (laughs) Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Mm -mm -mm. Okay. What's your ready listeners? (laughs) Get ready. Get ready. What's your next one? My next one is yesterday. Um, And it comes out uh, June 28th. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't say, but plus one comes out June 14th. So yesterday, June 28th. um, So the premise of this one, if you haven't seen the preview, something happens and the world no longer knows who the Beatles are. Mm -hmm. Like it's like the Beatles have been erased from everyone's consciousness, except Mm -hmm. for one person. And I don't know how it is that he escaped the... Beatles deletion, but he did somehow. He was like in a coma or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he not only knows who the Beatles are, but he knows all of their music. Mm-hmm. And so he releases all of their music as his own. And of course, he becomes rich and famous. I just think it's going to be super fun concept. Like I think it's pretty original and clever. Mm-hmm. And I like the Beatles songs, mm-hmm. so that's going to be fun. Then I found out I didn't know. This isn't why I liked it from the beginning, but I found out that uh, Danny Boyle is who directed it, and he's who directed. Did you ever see Slumdog Millionaire? Uh, long time ago, just once. And he also did, which I'm sure you didn't see this, but he did 28 Days Later. Yeah, no. Which is a horror film from the set in London that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie. I don't normally like uh, horror movies, but it was really good. And he also did 127 Hours. So anyway, good director. All that's great. Um, and it just looks like it'll be a, a fun fun. Uh, I mean, a fun movie. I, I don't know how they're going to... I don't know how it's going to resolve at the end, yeah. but that's what's fun to watch. So who knows? You know. I thought the same thing when I watched the trailer. I thought this is so original and so creative and they did a great job mixing in the Beatles music to get you excited in the trailer. So that's one that I'm, I hope it does well. I hope it does well in the box office. Yeah, I think, and I think it will. I think it will. So Similar to the earlier question, what's your favorite Beatles song? Oh, geez. Um, um, again, <laughs> the one that popped into my head was Hey Jude, because I like an anthem song. But man, that is, it, t- it takes a while. They na, 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 forever before he yeah. gets to the final Hey Jude. But I do, I do think that song is wonderful. The song Yesterday, I'm not... I'm not sold on it as much as everybody else is. Me too. Me too. Um, I want to hold your hand is one that's always been fun for me. I like a really, it's a kind of a weird one, but I really like Eleanor Rigby. Mm, okay. <laughs> I, just, I don't know why. I just really like You it. do you, Todd. You yeah. do you. <laughs> I mean, 
it's a toss up between that and Hey Jude. So yeah. we're we're still on the same ish playing okay. field there. Good. All right, my last one is Spider-Man Far From Home. It is the the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, but it's also the first movie in the Marvel Universe that we get after Avengers Endgame. So there's there's going to be, a, um, I don't think all of the holes will be filled and I don't think all the bows will be tied, but it is interesting to think how they are going to move forward because yeah. he is, he is um, I think he's kind of wanting to step away from Spider-Man a little bit, obviously. Sweet right. Peter Parker had a, a, a hard summer, and he's wanting to step away. But he's also going on his school trip, and you see his cute friend Ned, and you see mm-hmm. um, MJ there too. So you know that they they were swept up in the dust because they're not five years older. So I'm wondering how they're going to figure all of that out or how they're going to even address that. Like other classmates weren't, you know what I'm saying? So that, that's kind I'm interested to see how as a universe, they, they explain that. Also, I think um, we're probably going to be introduced to a multiverse and I think that's how they're going to get a younger Iron Man in the mix. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, indeed. I, I, yeah. I like Tom Holland about as much as I like Taron Egerton. I like Tom Holland a lot. I think he's just darling. And I think he is a great actor. He did such a good job with Tony Stark and helping him, helping out. Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, why is your hair so gray? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Such yeah. a darling. So cute. I think he can carry, a, he proved that he could carry a movie in Spider-Man Homecoming. So I'm really excited yeah. to, to see this one. I think it will be fun, but also, again, interesting to see how they, they answer some questions. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be good. I'm real excited about it. And Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. I mean, where has he been? I know. I know. And, I, you know, I kind of like him as an actor. Me too. Um, I, I don't know in the trailer if he is, is coming off too good as the villain. <laughs> I don't know that I'm liking him as the villain in this. Uh, uh, but Tom Holland, Tom Holland will totally overshadow that because he's just so good. He's right? just so cute. So, Oh my gosh. And so is Zendaya. She, I, I like her too. I will yeah. follow her wherever she goes as well. Okay. What's your I'm last glad one? You said, I'm glad you oh. said her name. Cause I was like, what's she from? When you said her name, I remember she's from Grace Showman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greatest showman. Yeah. She's good. She's good. My last one is once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, and this is going to be, uh, probably a little more cult classic okay. following maybe. I don't know. Because uh, it's Quentin Tarantino, and I don't know if you know this about Quentin Tarantino, but I think it's a kind of a cool fun fact. He basically said years ago he was going to make ten films, mm-hmm. and this is number nine. This is number so nine. This really? is number nine. Wow. Now, you you it, it's interesting if you Google about it, you can see like, wait a minute, Kill Bill was two movies, but he counts them as one mm. because it's one story. So whatever, I'll whatever. That's fine. Okay. But. The thing is, he has a finite number of movies that he said he's going to make. And all of his movies that I've seen, I think I've seen just over half of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just really good, but they are not for the faint of heart. Like no, they, they are, are going to be gritty. They're going to be violent. 
just all of that. Have you seen any of them? Like, did you see Pulp Fiction or? I saw Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. And that, that's where I stopped. Mm-hmm. Oof, Reservoir Dogs. Terrible. Rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still with me like Toy Story 3 is. I can't listen to the song Stuck in the Middle with You mm-hmm. and not cringe just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it ruined. But that's what, to me, that's what makes it such a, he's such a good filmmaker because it sticks. It right. just totally sticks. Um, and Glorious Bastards was good. That's Brad Pitt. That's uh, about how <laughs> these guys assassinated Hitler. And it's not historically accurate by any means. But uh, <laughs> just uh, anyway, he always has really good actors. So in this one, you got Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, and Margot Robbie are like the main stars. But it's also got Al Pacino in it. Yeah, I saw that. And, and so the whole premise is, it, it, from what it looks like, there's an actor and his stunt double and kind of their escapades in Hollywood in 1969. So Yeah, but there's a Charles Manson twist. Is there a Charles Manson twist? Okay, good to know. I did not know that. From the trailer, I don't think I got that. No? Because the because Margot Robbie is, uh, what's her name, Tate? You're right. You're right. Yes, I totally just didn't pick up on that. I don't know how, but yeah. Unless she's just like, oh, I'm an actress of this time. And, you know, at the end of the movie, she's wandering off with this guy named Charles Manson. I don't know. I don't know. But that that part was like, but let me tell you, I really like Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio together. And when I watched the trailer, I thought, how do they not age? What magical elixir are they taking that keeps them... (laughs) Looking like that. Yeah. <laughs> I probably will not see it, though. I mean, you're going to have to see it and say, yeah, you won't. I mean, I don't even know why I say that. It's Quentin Tarantino. I, I won't go see it. Well, I'm, I am here for your listeners and for you. <laughs> like, of the ones that I've, that I've listed here, I am guaranteed to see Rocket Man yesterday and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Plus one, we'll see how Rotten Tomatoes fares out once yeah. it comes out. Yeah. Um, but the other, I'm definitely going to go see it. So I'll be able to report back on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for That's sure. That's awesome. And you have some honorable mentions too. What are those? So there's one that uh, just came out as well called Loners. Mm-hmm. And it's just a quirky, kind of an indie comedy is what it looks like. And it's about fighting loneliness. And oh, it, I might need it, to watch that. <laughs> I don't think you'd enjoy it. Oh, just okay, it. never mind. Maybe. <laughs> I think it's a quirky British comedy, if I remember correctly. Anyway, it 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 struck a chord with me because it's about fighting loneliness. So there you go. Right. Um, it does look it looks pretty fun. Um, next one I have is Dark Phoenix. Um, oh, it's, it's, really, Todd? You know, here, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> let me just let me just full disclosure. Defend it's, yourself right now. It stars the woman that played Sansa, who, from Game of Thrones, love her. She's great. Okay. Um, I don't know that I'm going to see it. So when we do this recap at the end of the summer, mm-hmm. this is probably going to be one I'm not going to bother with. Mm-hmm. I might wait comes and I can see it on Amazon or something like that. Okay. Um, I mean, are you an X-Men person? I do like the X-Men. Okay. I haven't seen the past, I don't know, 10. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they love them. <laughs> I, I, I really liked him at the beginning. And anyway, yeah. but I, I really, I really like her. So I okay. think it could be good. I don't know. It's honorable mention. It's not one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, 
framing the next one is uh framing john delorean and it's i can't tell if it's an actual documentary or but it stars alec baldwin so i don't think it is mm-hmm. but it's telling the story of the guy who created the delorean like the car Yes. Oh. <laughs> is Marty McFly going to be in it? This is awesome. I, exactly. So I'm like, wait a minute, DeLorean, all I think of it as a time machine. Mm-hmm. Is, but apparently there was all kinds of drama around the DeLorean. Really? Apparently so. Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting and interesting for sure. Okay. Um, next one I have is Being Frank. It stars Jim Gaffigan, so I'm in for that 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only thing I don't like is he has another family and it's a comedy and his son kind of finds out about it and then blackmails him. And it's just a weird premise. But uh, Jim Gaffigan, I mean, he could read the phone book and I'm, I'm going to like it. So, right. Right. He's so funny. Um, another one that I, I just wanted to mention because the preview, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, this looks interesting. It's called Midsummer, but summer is spelled S-O-M-A-R. And it's. <laughs> Yeah, Midsommar. So it comes out in it comes out in July. I'm not gonna go see it because it's a horror movie. It's Mm-mm. the same people that did her. It's the same people that did Hereditary. Mm-mm. So if you have any of those listeners who like that kind of thing, Mm-mm. this might be right up their alley. It's about this summer festival, and it's like a free love summer festival thing. Don't really know what's happening with it, but it turns dark real quick, and Mm-mm. I was like, Ooh. Nope. <laughs> almost happened the preview I was like no I'm never gonna (laughs) (laughs) I am out (laughs) that's a good trailer though that's a good trailer that makes you for people who love a horror movie I mean you and I are like but they're they're all in (laughs) most people are all in for that trailer no thank you we will put all of these movies and the trailers in the show notes so you can go and see for yourself which ones. And then we will report back to you at the end of the summer to let you know how we did. Thanks so much, Todd. Awesome. All right. Bye. Turning back. She just laughs. The boulevard is not that Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. So glad that you joined us to hear about some of the summer movies that we're excited about. Going to see Rocketman tonight. So Todd and I will definitely let you know how it ended up. I have a feeling it's going to be good. Um, Would love for you to follow me on social media. I'm out there more often than I used to be. Pretty excited about Insta stories. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Lindsay Ray or on Twitter at Lindsay. Um, would love for you to rate the podcast. You can do that on iTunes. Go ahead and subscribe while you're over there. But that helps other people find the show. And also, don't forget to check out my two books. Not one, but two. Can you believe it? They are both on Amazon or wherever books are sold. One is called Why I Hate Green Beans. And the second one is It's a Love Story. Thanks again for listening. Love you guys. Mean it. Texas forever. On the close of time.